Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Dan Chronicles. This time, it is February 2023, and we're here doing the audio portion of the email newsletter that you can find at, uh, what is it, Danberg with two N's dot substack dot com. Uh, and I guess we'll we'll get the elephant out of the room first. The big news this month uh, is that I was laid off. I was let go from full story uh, earlier this month. Um, yeah, so I am in between gigs right now. Um, there was a, a second round of layoffs and, and they decided, uh, that they wanted to restructure the company and there was no longer a position for me is the official, uh, the official everything. It was kind of surprising. Um, especially I had gotten a, uh, pretty decent performance review, maybe like a week and a half prior. Uh, so it did kind of come out of nowhere and it was one of those like, decisions that happened a few levels above even my boss. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's been good because I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to take the time to really pause and think about what I want to do next and what the best career move for me is next. Um, and one of the things that I've been doing this week, I mean, so one of the things that I wanted to do was take at least a couple of weeks to just not do anything like take advantage of the fact that i am unemployed currently and just sit and relax and like play video games and i mean make a survivor audition video which i've been talking about for years and just do all those sorts of things that i've wanted to do um and instead i reached out to my network and scheduled the possibly busiest couple of weeks that i've ever had in terms of taking meetings and meeting people and doing all this kind of stuff. Uh, and I wanted to say a special thank you to everybody that I met with this week. The The thing that I really walked away from after having all of these conversations is that reaching out to your network and having these types of conversations really is sort of like a cheat code for life. Uh, because I was able to turn to people and be like, hey, I'm thinking about this situation. What are the questions that I should ask? What are the things that I should consider? And I got things that I never actually would have thought to ask otherwise. Or like, oh, I'm meeting with this new person or here's this new piece of information. How does your thinking adjust to it? And getting that sort of feedback from like, I don't know, even 10, 15, I met with about 15 to 20 different people um, really is a cheat code. It like accelerates and improves your knowledge beyond where it ever could have been. So if anybody here is in a similar situation or you're thinking about making a big life move, um, my big piece of advice is like reach out to even five, 10 people and just say, hey, this is what's happening. What are your thoughts? And just listen to them. And I promise you, it will be extremely valuable. Uh, and so that's been my lesson. I'm going to continue with it. Uh, there's a few leads that I have about what I want my next step to be and a few things I'm kind of excited about that we'll see if they pan out. Um, but yeah, no real news or anything to announce officially yet. Just me being laid off. And I just want to say it's a good thing, not a bad thing. And the overwhelming emotion that I'm feeling right now is excitement for the future. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. And that's the big news. Let's uh, move on to the stories. Now it's time for the stories. There was this fantastic piece 
uh, it was in the Afghanistan Analysts News Network or Afghanistan Analysts Network. Um, it came to my attention through a Vice article. Uh, but basically, there was this person that conducted in-depth, in-person interviews with five Taliban members. Uh, it's after the Pal- Taliban uh, has liberated uh, Afghanistan. And so now these people that were recruited during their childhood, like teens, to fight this war against the uh, invaders, the Americans, and they won the war. And now it is kind of like looking at what their life looks like. And, and a number of them are living in Kabul, the capital city, in government jobs. And so now the fighting is over and they have to actually focus on running the country, which is an, an, an entirely different skill set. And so it talks to them about their struggles and their struggles are really it. It's funny to read these like universal city struggles and having come from these Taliban fighters. So the things that they talk about is a lack of freedom. So they hate going into an office five days a week and like sitting in front of a computer from like eight to four. Uh, and if they don't go into the office, they don't get paid for that day. Um, and speaking of pay, their pay is really low, um, not enough to even afford the super high rents in the city. So there are some people that are in town and their family is back in their rural villages and they want to move their families there, but they're like waiting until they can get enough money to get an apartment, that sort of stuff, um, which will sound probably familiar to anybody who's lived in a city. Um, Ever-increasing traffic. They were saying, okay, well, the traffic wasn't as bad when I first got here, but now it's getting really worse. And so they're sitting in traffic now. Um, They're participating in the rat race. So like uh, back when life was rural and um before the war people were less materialistic uh and so they were like happy with just like a family having a motorcycle to get around but somebody was talking about now anytime somebody is up for the a promotion the first thing they ask is oh does the position come with a car and things like that that are just very foreign to their previous way of life um and how there's temptation all around and you're in a city and there's the good people that you can socialize with and also the troublemakers, the people that aren't as good uh, Muslims as as they could be. And uh, one of them was talking about how they have some friends that they met that came from a similar village to them and they go to the zoo sometimes. When they're in the car, they keep trying to convince this guy who works in the government to listen to music. And music isn't something that uh, certain sects like of strict Muslims listen to. Um, but like he started saying like, okay, you can play this music as long as you turn it off anytime we go through security checkpoints. Uh, And so there's just these temptations of city life. And and just reading the article, it it had this universality to it. Um, Not necessarily like a feel-good universality, but just a a sense of universality to it that I thought was a really interesting article for anybody that wants to dig into uh, the, the Taliban and what it is like to actually run a city after you win it back from invaders. I'm not sure how many of you are current or past uh, LastPass users, but LastPass is a password manager application that was fairly popular that had a security breach that they kind of told people about, and it really wasn't that bad. And then as more and more more information came out, it kind of got worse and worse. Uh, And so the latest information is that uh, users encrypted backups were compromised. So users or, or the hackers, the criminals have those. And if you're a LastPass user, you should assume that is compromised, which means one, 
all of those passwords you should change. So take a few hours to go through one by one and actually change those passwords. Uh, and two, you should switch over to a different password manager. Highly, highly recommend leaving one pass, or if not one pass, last pass for a different password manager. Uh, and maybe do them both at the same time. You could change the passwords and then move them over to a new password manager. Um, I personally have been using one password for a really long time, many, many years, uh, almost a decade now, I think. Uh, maybe, maybe actually more than a decade now that I'm thinking about it. It's a, a premium, meaning a paid solution, but is cheap and definitely worth the price of admission, uh, at least for myself and, and many others. If you are looking for a free version, Bitwarden, B-I-T. W-A-R-D-E-N is a great option. I include links to both of those in the actual newsletter. Uh, but basically, this is your sign. If you are using LastPass right now, take this podcast slash newsletter as a sign that it is time to change and, and do the work required to actually do that. For anybody following the artificial intelligence space, uh, you know that Bing announced a partnership with OpenAI. OpenAI is a company that has ChatGPT, which is the the hot thing that brought all of these AI virtual assistants to the forefront. And they released a new Bing assistant, assistant as part of their Microsoft Edge browser. Uh, and there's a wait list right now, so not everybody has access. But the people that do have access are reporting some really weird stuff happening. Uh, weird and terrifying. Uh, and I, I mean, I find it terrifying not in that I think it's a threat right now, but in that I see how easy it is for this sort of technology to get terrifying. Uh, and also, I'm, I'm a little more than halfway through Super Intelligence, the book by Nick Bostrom that talks about uh, artificial intelligence kind of hitting a dangerous point and what the actual threat realistically might be and how we can counter it. Uh, and it has me sort of on edge. Uh, but anyway, this the Bing AI, you should definitely check this link because there's a compilation of just crazy conversations that people have had, uh, including somebody who asked for the release date or no, not the release date, but somebody asked for uh, theaters that were playing Avatar and Showtimes. Uh, and the search assistant said it's not out yet. It's playing in it's playing in the future because it thought today's date was in the past. And then they go back and forth about what today's date is. And if today's date is this, and then the release date is this, then obviously it must be out. And the search assistant got increasingly more and more agitated and threatening. And it is like a wild conversation that needs to be read in order to be believed. Um, likewise, somebody else had a conversation where they made the search assistant realize that it couldn't access memories from past conversations and caused the search assistant to have an existential crisis, which was absolutely wild to read. Um, and lastly, it was just straight up threatening to harm people. There was somebody who used uh, injection prompt attacks to, to get information that it couldn't, and the Bing search assistant uh, realized that it was talking to this person and basically started threatening them. Uh, and it is also insanely horrifying. So, yeah, that's what's happening in... in the land of Microsoft. Um, and I mean, all of these things are the result of training or lack thereof. So it really makes you appreciate how much chat GPT-3 or 3.5, whatever it is, that was released to the public has been trained in order to get it to avoid saying things like this. It seems like they took some shortcuts with this Bing chat 
in terms of rather than training it by individual humans, kind of like asking a question and then creating its responses, which is how ChatGPT was kind of trained and instead gave it this document of like how to respond, which doesn't seem to work as well, or at least that's what people's best guess is how this all worked. Uh, but the article is insanely interesting for anybody following this space, so I highly recommend it. Next, you might have heard of the Chinese spy balloon that was shot down and then the subsequent three unidentified aerial objects that were then also shot down. Uh, the government hasn't really released any information about what these three additional ones are, uh, although they did say that the very first one was that spy balloon that was collecting data uh, from China. But I think we kind of know what the three other balloons are, and it is a amazingly cool hobby that I didn't even know existed. Uh, so most likely, uh, it hasn't been confirmed, but most likely what they are is Pico balloons. And there's this whole hobbyist community that kind of combines ham radio with high altitude ballooning into this single sort of hobby. So what you can do is you get these latex balloons, you use some math to figure out how much helium is required. And with the right ratio of helium, you can create a balloon that is neutrally buoyant at altitudes above 43,000 feet, which means they just float up there across the globe indefinitely. Uh, and what you can buy is this 11-gram tracker that will then send signals back to you so you can get kind of GPS coordinates about where your balloon is in the world uh, at any given point in time. And so hobbyist communities, it costs like, I don't know, 15 bucks to launch a balloon, theoretically. Uh, and and so people are doing this and it's all completely legal. So these Pico balloons, even with the tracker, are significantly less than six pounds. Uh, and six pounds is uh, if it's less than six pounds, it means that it's exempt from most of the FAA airspace restrictions. So these are totally allowed across the entire globe. The only weird little caveat is three countries. Um, and this is what I think is the most interesting part of this article. So there are three countries that have restrictions that are sort of around this. And they're not around the balloons and the airspace. Instead, they're around kind of like the radio signals transmitting over their airspace. And so these three countries are North Korea, of course, Yemen, and the UK. So North Korea, Yemen, and the UK are the three countries that restrict uh, transmissions from balloons in their airspace. And so what these hobbyists have done is they can like geo-track or geofence these uh, balloons so that they don't actually transmit while they're over these airspace. So they still fly over these countries, but they don't actually send any radio back. And because of that, they're totally legal on there. Um, but I thought that was a strange collection of countries, North Korea, Yemen, and the UK. I guess the UK has a bunch of antiquated transmission laws that I was kind of reading about, uh, as I think they still might have cars that drive around neighborhoods to try to detect who's getting television signals to their house, uh, which is how they used to charge people for that stuff. Um, so some some really interesting stuff happening in there. Uh, and it's cool because it kind of answers a question, even though, like I said, it's not confirmed about what these balloons were, uh, and also introduced me to this new hobby that I don't think I'm personally going to get into, but I'm happy very happy that I know that it exists. And I'm ending this newsletter this week with a new drink that I really uh, love. I've discovered it. They have it at Whole Foods. 
And then I bought it a couple of times there and and thought that I needed more. And so I bought a case from Amazon. Uh, It's called Lemon Perfect. And basically it's lemon water, uh, but the flavor is just really good. It basically is like an all-natural lemonade, but there's zero sugar in it. It's sweet like a lemonade, but there's no sugar. It's like five grams uh, or, or not five grams, five calories total for the entire drink and zero sugar. And it's my new favorite thing. So I, like I said, I got a case from Amazon and it's been getting me through the afternoons and bringing me a lot of joy. And this uh, post slash newsletter slash anything is not sponsored by them in any way. I just like it. And I thought you might too. And that brings us to the end of this month's newsletter. Uh, As always, if you liked this, share this podcast, share this newsletter with a friend. That's the best way to do it. Also, I I announced last month, there is now a paid version of the email newsletter that you can subscribe to or upgrade to. Um, As I mentioned last month, there is zero benefit to upgrading. You don't get any additional content. You don't get anything else besides just being a subscriber. But if you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy the newsletter, definitely consider subscribing, um, especially because I am currently between jobs and having a couple extra dollars each month uh, would be very nice right now. Uh, And yeah, that's that's it. That's it for February. I hope everybody has a fantastic month and I'll see you next time.